Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. And to get started for today, we're going to be hearing how to market a Hammond organ like a Rolling Stone, Al Cooper on organ. What a fascinating story here. So this song was so far ahead of its time, it's difficult to think about it in context. In reality, the single Like a Rolling Stone was issued in July of 1965, before Good Vibrations, before My Generation, before Respect, before Cream, the Jefferson Airplane, or The Doors, before anything else that became part of what would be known as classic rock, before Rubber Soul. The Beatles themselves, barely a year out from their U.S. TV debut on Ed Sullivan were moving in a similarly bold direction, but hadn't got there yet. The single Help was released the same week as Like a Rolling Stone, serving as a bit of a left jab to set up the right hook of Dylan's song featuring Al Cooper on Hammond Organ. Help, the album was still a few weeks away. The most recent Fabulous Five Fabs album when this song came out was The Beals for Sale, featuring a couple of Carl Perkins covers and Mr. Moonlight. And you want to check out the solo in that one to get an idea of just how revolutionary Al Cooper's Hammond organ was typically used in pop music at this time. Alan Peter Cooperschmidt, I kid you not, who became known as musician Al Cooper, he played an important roles in the history of music, such as a work of producer and writer and for organizing Blood, Sweat, and Tears. But most people know his work from a chance role he played in one of the fascinating random incidents in pop music and the greatest rock songs of all time. Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone. On June 16, 1965, Cooper showed up for the second day for the production of Like a Rolling Stone, which was being produced by Tom Wilson. And in this case, Cooper, who was a 21-year-old session guitarist, arrived merely as a guest of Wilson. Initially, Cooper hoped to work his way into the session on guitar, but then he realized that guitarist Mike Bloomfield was more talented than him. After Paul Griffin moved from playing organ on the song to playing piano, Cooper tried to get Wilson to let him play an organ part. Wilson rejected the idea, but when Wilson left the room, Cooper went into the session and took over on Hammond organ. Wilson let Cooper remain, and Cooper added the now-famous organ riff to the song. When Dylan heard the playback, he said, More organ. Good for you, Bob. Cooper went on to other amazing work, including playing organ for Dylan on tour and playing that instrument on the recording of Just Like a Woman, released in 1966. Among his other accomplishments, he discovered Leonard Skinner producing and performing on the first three albums. That's him again on organ on Freebird, even though he was officially credited under the name... And you can't make this stuff up. Roosevelt Gook, I kid you not. He also played piano, organ, and French horn parts on the Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want. For this transitional buildup in the months just before Like a Rolling Stone was released, the Birds had a number one hit with their recording of Dylan's Mr. Tambourine Man, a record that at that time was remarkable for adding chiming electric cars guitars to folk music and was seen as one of the most daring and forward-looking songs of the moment though it seems gentle and quaint today. As nearly the same time as the Bird song arrived, Dylan released his album, Bringing It All Back Home. That album included several songs that featured abstract lyrics backed by drums and electric guitars, the most tame, jangly electric guitars imaginable, though their presence nevertheless caused an uproar among the folk purists that still made up much of Dylan's core audience. Side two of that album reverted to Dylan's more wistful acoustic side, including his own version of Mr. Tambourine Man, which allowed many fans to dismiss the propulsive magnetic 
Maggie's Farm and Subterranean Homesick Blues as anomalies. In any case, Dylan made a lot of history and Al Cooper was central to that. You know, I want to thank the fans, the listeners and inspirations, Michael, Steph, Sylvia, Mega, Mom, Dad, Rip, Dr. Kramer, Jeffrey, Sue, Neil, Kelly, Ryan, Chuck, Cormac, Carlos, Gabor, Lugnut, Larry, Murray the K, Cousin Brucey, Herb Oscar Anderson, Jason, Eric, Mark, Allison, and everyone else who is helping out for this episode. Thank you so much for all of your support. And you know, that 1957 Buick special has turned over, which means we're driving more episodes, more things your way, and we're going to be moving on. This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears. Deus Volk. <laughs>